We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to the Uncontested Post-Game Podcast. This is your host, Thunder Mob, Jacob Niffen. I'm podcasting after the Thunder vs. Charlotte game. OKC escapes with a 111-107 win. Kind of surprising. Didn't think they were going to win this one. Um, at one point in the third quarter, with about seven minutes left, the Thunder are down 17 points. Actually, I think it got to 19. Got to 19 points. And the team just looked dead in the water. Insert my child, my son, my boy, Alex Sabrinas. So this game started off, both teams just shot horrifically in the first half. The Thunder shot like 30% in the first half and was like 2 of 14 from 3. Just nobody could find the bottom of the hoop. They had Wide open three-point shots. PG had open threes. Alex had open threes. Patrick Patterson had open threes. Jeremy Grant had open threes. Just none of them could get to the bottom of the basket. Steven Adams was getting pocket passes and lobs inside at the rim. And instead of dunking them, trying to lay them in, weren't falling. It was like, it was like there was a lid on that end, on that basket. Like the Thunder just could not get anything to go into the hoop. And it was it was really frustrating. Like they they went into the half down oh, I don't know, like like six or eight or something like that. And you felt like it's it's okay, they've got this. Like they're gonna come back because these shots have to begin to fall. Like they they're not gonna shoot this bad for this long. Um we were wrong. They came out in the second half, and it seemed like at the beginning of the second half, the offensive struggles really bled over into the defensive end, especially 
it felt like at the early of the third quarter, the Thunder really forced threes. They tried to shoot threes and, and get themselves back in. And when you take long shots, uh, it, it's just the, the law of basketball that it's long rebounds. Right, If a long shot misses, it doesn't just bounce right off the rim. Typically, it's a long rebound. And then that allowed Charlotte to, to run a bit. Thunder couldn't get set up in transition defense, uh, got into mismatches, and Kemble Walker caught fire there at the beginning of the third quarter and ballooned that lead out to 19 points. And Billy Donovan calls a timeout. And I started to think that my first solo postgame podcast was going to be talking about an ugly loss, how the Thunder could not hit shots. Then they subbed in Alex Abrinas. The Thunder start chipping away. At one point in that third quarter, like Russell Westbrook was force-feeding Alex, like finding him on the break, intentionally like driving and looking to kick to him. Alex Abrinas really saved this game for the Thunder tonight in the third quarter. If it wasn't for Alex, the, the Thunder probably lose this game. Billy, although I thought, and I, and I think the team would say this as well, I thought Terrence Ferguson played good defense, especially that first half. He got matched up on Kemble Walker a lot, and I thought he held his own. He played great defense. But Billy threw in Alex, and Alex was the offensive spark that this team needed. Abrinas hasn't scored a lot of points so far this year. He hasn't really got a lot of opportunities, and he, he's... He's been shooting decently, but just like the rest of the team, he's had a, uh, a little bit of a struggle. He, his percentage isn't up where it typically is. But that third quarter, Abrinas came in and just caught fire. For the night, Alex Abrinas, 30 minutes, 25 points, two rebounds, four personal fouls. He's a plus 16 in the, in the single game plus minus, individual plus minus. Five of 10 from three, nine of 15 from the field. I thought Abrinas played exceptional defense regardless of who he was on. They, they put him on everybody. He guarded Batum for a while, who's a little bit bigger than Alex. He guarded Kemba for a while, who's incredibly fast. He guarded Tony Parker for a while, who's you know just a wizard with the basketball, just very crafty. Alex held his own against all of them. I mean, those are solid offensive players, and Alex worked his ass off on defense, and he he really held his own against those guys. It's really impressive, really impressive. And then at the other end, Alex found the stroke. He got it going, and when when he got it going, it, he was hard to stop. Especially the um, the Charlotte Hornets started to. The Thunder like to run that play, uh, whether it's with Paul or with Russ or with Dennis Schroeder, where Alex will come up and set the screen and then immediately uh, flare out and pop to three because Paul, Schroeder, and Russ, as they come off that screen, they draw a lot of attention and you have to throw that second body to stop them from getting in the lane. Leaves a sliver of, of air there for Alex Abrinas. So they like to run that little, that little rub screen and let Abrinas pop out and then catch for three. Well, if you if you paid attention, and it's something that's really easy to miss, but if you go back and you you watch replays, you'll see it. Late in that third and into the fourth corner, Charlotte started just straight switching that screen because they couldn't let Alex flare out wide open because he was killing him. So they stopped switching that screen, and Alex uh, was then able to catch the ball, and maybe the most impressive thing he did tonight was put the ball on the floor, drive to the hoop. 
He had multiple drives to the basket for layups, uh, strong layups at the rim, contested shots, got fouled a few times, went to the free throw line, hit his free throws. Uh, that only happened once. He was two of two from the free throw line. But just a, a continual onslaught from Alex Sabrinas. Uh, and he, Billy trusted him and played him 30 minutes. And I think with for a team that's struggling to shoot the ball, Alex Sabrinas is going to continue to get minutes like that. And I thought I thought he played phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, not so phenomenal, Paul George. Paul George and Steven Adams. Paul George tonight, 4 of 20 from the field, 420 blaze it, donut glaze it. Paul George, 4 of 20 from the field, uh, only 11 points, 3 assists, 10 rebounds. Um, he did work on the defensive end, 3 blocks, 4 steals, 3 of 4 from the from the free throw line, but 0 of 10 from 3. Paul just could not find the stroke tonight. He had a lot of open looks, just could not get it going. For the life of him, just couldn't get it going. And so I, I thought it was good, though, that towards the end of the game, on the uncontested Twitter account, I tweeted, I said, I think, you know, this game's going to come down to Paul George having to make a shot. And I was worried that he was so cold he wasn't going to be able to hit a shot. Well, they ran an out-of-timeout play. Um, Paul got a pass to to Alex for, for what I thought was a three. I think they ruled it a two, though. But then later on, Paul had a play where he caught it and was pretty open mid-range right outside the paint. And instead of settling for that jumper, he put the ball on the floor, drove it to the rim, got fouled, hit two free throws. I thought that was that was awesome by Paul George. He didn't settle. He didn't take the, the open jumper knowing that his stroke was off for the night. He put the ball on the floor. He attacked the rim, got to the line, hit free throws. Uh, but 4 of 12 from Paul George. Not a good offensive night. Defensively, I thought Paul was great. He had, I mean, I, I mentioned his blocks and his steal numbers, three blocks, four steals, uh, but they were very impactful. Like there was one, I think it was in the third or early in the fourth quarter where the Hornets were whipping the ball around the court and it ended up wide open uh, for a Cody Zeller dunk and Paul George rotated over, got up, blocked it. There was another play there late in the fourth quarter about two minutes left where Paul George gets the steal on the sideline. Um, it led to that Schroeder fast break uh, that ended up getting blocked by Tyler Zeller, probably the highest a, a white person has ever jumped, uh, ever. Got blocked by, by Cody Zeller, but Paul George got back on the other end. I thought he got called for a bad foul. I thought he was straight up on the Kemba Walker layup attempt, but Paul George struggled offensively, made, made his presence felt, Defensively, though, Stephen Adams, one of five from the free throw or from the from the field. Not many shots for Stephen tonight. Only five. Struggled mightily to finish at the rim. I think maybe that's why he only got five shots. I think Russ stopped going away from him in that pick and roll. But Adams, three blocks, three steals, uh, five points. Not very good. Twelve rebounds is awesome. Um, three of four from the free throw line. Stephen actually hit his free throws tonight, which is great. Which is great. Um, actually the Thunder as a whole tonight from the free throw line, not overly awful. They shot 72%, 21 of 29. So not too bad. I mean, it's not great considering Charlotte shot 91% from the free throw line, but better from the free throw line for the Thunder. Um, but I, I think it says a lot about this team that they were able to win when 
arguably their number two and number three best players, Paul George and Steven Adams, have that poor of a game. You know, they, they had that poor of a game, but other guys stepped up, primarily Alex Abrinas. But Dennis Schroeder comes in 30 minutes, is uh, 21 points, five assists, three rebounds, and seven of 15 shooting. Uh, 21 points on 15 shots is pretty good. That's something that Carmelo Anthony never did for this team. Uh, Schroeder also hit a really big three down the stretch with about a minute and a half to go in this game that, that kind of put it at arm's length. So big man rotation was interesting as well. Thunder did not play their bench bigs very much at all. Nerland's only eight points. Patterson only seven. Or sorry, not eight points, eight minutes for Nerland's. Seven minutes for Patterson. Only 10 minutes for Diallo. The Thunder played eight guys, 10 or more minutes. They went 10 deep in the rotation, but they only played eight guys, 10 or more minutes. The starters plus Sabrinas, Diallo right at 10 minutes, and Schroeder. So Billy with a, with a bit of a shorter leash tonight. Um, I was kind of surprised we didn't see more of Nerlens. I was kind of surprised we didn't see more Patterson. Patterson did miss his threes. Um, got good looks, just just couldn't get them to drop tonight. I thought Hamadou Diallo's minutes were were encouraging. Again, uh, the kid just makes hustle plays. He works his ass off and he makes hustle plays, and you you got to reward him for that. You know, he's he's a hyper athlete who is just in the right place at the right time. He had a great uh, kind of offensive rebound slash steal and a dunk in the first half. Had an awesome flying in like tip layup. In the second half off of a Schroeder miss, he played well. He played well. Limited time, though, only 10 minutes. The Thunder defense, I thought, was was very impressive tonight. Whenever that third quarter started and it started to unravel a bit, it was very easy to see the Thunder start gambling on defense, kind of get away from their game, uh, start to force, which they forced offensively a bit. But I thought Billy Donovan called a well-timed timeout. Got the team over there, settled them down, and told them, you know, keep playing defense, keep buying in, keep doing your thing. And the Thunder came out and kept running the same defense, uh, started making shots, which which helps a lot defensively because it slows the ball down and you can get back and get your defense set. But I thought they kept running the defense, uh, kept playing good, kept everything in front of them. Um, Charlotte shot a lot of threes tonight. Uh, I tweeted out, earlier today from from the Thunder Mob account that Charlotte... Oh, I just had it on here. Now I don't. That Charlotte was shooting like 32 threes a game or something like that, which was over the league average. Uh, tonight, the Hornets, 41 three-point attempts. That's a lot. Billy Donovan preaches a lot to this team um, to, to limit the opposing team's three-point attempts. Right, not just make them miss threes, but limit their attempts because if they're not shooting a lot of them, that means they're not getting good looks. They took 41 tonight, only made 11, 27%. Now the Thunder shot 37, only made eight, 22%. But 27% when the league is averaging like 34%, 35%, something like that, uh, pretty good, pretty good. I thought the Thunder contested a lot of shots. Um, of course, Charlotte's going to hit him. Kemba Walker shooting like 42% from three this year. He came out at the start of the third quarter firing and got him going. Uh, Malik Monk will fire up anything. He's like that dude at pickup that just as soon as the ball touches his hand, he fires it. 
Um, he hit a few, but overall, I thought the Thunder played uh, played really good defense. I mean, you you held Charlotte to 107 points. Uh, should have been 104. They got a, a garbage time three point shot. Um, 107 is well below league average. Well below the average of what Charlotte's been scoring. And I thought it was was a testament to the Thunder um, sticking true to their defensive philosophies, not breaking down in that third quarter, and just continuing to scrap. This was really a gut check win for the Thunder. You know, they they could have packed it in down 19. They could have you know said you know let's save our energy. We've got Washington in less than 24 hours up in D.C. Let's go and try to get that one and get a split on the road. But instead, they bought in. They dug in. As Kalmiar said yesterday, they embraced the grind. They locked in on defense, and uh, they made stuff happen. Giving up 107 to Charlotte when they shot 41 three-pointers, like 41 three-point attempts, it's good defense. It's good defense. Thought Abrinas played great D. I thought Schroeder, for the most part of the night, played good defense. Hamadou played good. Paul George played good. That team, I, I, it, I think it's a really good sign, and I think it's very encouraging that the past two games, the Clippers game and then this game, the Thunder have locked in on defense, especially in the third quarter, and started to, to separate themselves. You know, Against the Clippers, they separated themselves. Against Charlotte, it was more of getting back into the game. But doing it is one thing. Seeing the results, I think, helps you buy in. This, this team now has seen the results of, of locking in defensively and how it allows them to get out on the break and get a, get a run and either separate themselves or close the gap very quickly. If you're playing defense like that and, and you're still not getting anywhere, it's hard to convince people to keep doing the same thing. Keep doing the same thing. Eventually, it'll work. But you want to see results. The Thunder have seen results from from their high energy defense now two nights in a row, and I think when that happens, um, the buy in is easier. Now, whenever Billy calls a timeout and says, "Hey, let's let's have five good minutes of high energy defensive basketball here. Let's close this gap," the team knows they can do it. They've witnessed the results. They've lived the results, and they can get back to it. Big time gut check win. I think this is a character win for this team. This team that's struggling to shoot the ball, um, that's been fouling a lot, that that kind of struggled to find their footing. They're they're finding their footing, and I think tonight was one of those games where they realized they're just crazy athletes, and when they lock in and play with high energy, um, the sky's the limit. The sky is the limit. You can close that nineteen point gap and end up winning the game by four. I've also got to mention before I get out of here, the game, you know, some people will say that the rust driving kick to Schroeder for three with like a minute and a half to go uh, was was the nail in the coffin. But with about 45 seconds left in this game, Russell Westbrook gets a switch, backs up, isolates, drives to the basket, and in the lane... Hits Ty, Tyler, Cody Zeller, not Tyler Zeller, Cody Zeller with the sham god, right-handed finish. I about blocked out. This man sham godded the shit out of Tyler Zeller, Cody Zeller, Zeller, white boy, whichever one it is. I don't even care because he's obsolete now. 
put him in his grave. Russell Westbrook cooked him up, served him out on a plate, over. That was disgusting. Absolutely. Russell Westbrook took over that fourth quarter, and that was the cherry on top. That was that was classic Russ, man. Sometimes he finishes a game with a barrage of jump shots. Sometimes he dunks on Clint Capella's head. Tonight he hits the sham god on Zeller, goes to the right hand and finishes. Disgusting. That's abuse. Call the cops. Get him out of here. It's illegal. Great win by the Thunder, 111-107 over Charlotte. Can't ask for a much better win than that. They really fought back. Let's uh, let's go ahead and, and play the outro music and get out of here. Thunder have Washington up in D.C. tomorrow, Friday night. Our boy Taylor Peterson at Taylor underscore P15 will be on the Twitter account tweeting along with you guys. He'll have the post-game podcast afterwards. Tomorrow, I will be going up to the north side of Oklahoma City to meet with the mayor of Oklahoma City, David Holt. He's going to come on the podcast. We're going to talk some Thunder Hoops. Should be a good time. If you guys have any questions for that, shoot them over to me. I'm podcasting with him at 4 o'clock Central Time. We'll get that up probably early Saturday morning for you. Uh, Enjoy the win, Thunder fans. Hopefully they snag another one up in Washington against a reeling Wizards team. Team that may be about to blow it up. Great win by the Thunder tonight. You guys have a good evening. We will talk to you again Friday Friday night, late Friday night. As always, thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide-open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.